The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving, host of Loving That Sports Talk. I'm a co-host, T. Jackson. Terry, you there? I'm here, though. Okay, we're going to rock and roll, you know. Um, it's going to be a good week. Next week, everything starts up. I guess that's when me and you become enemies. Is that true? Yeah, that very could be. Very well could be. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to start off, you know, later on the show. We're going to get in. We're going to talk about this Penn State. You know, get your reaction on that and all with the reports that are going around. But right now, let's talk about a little bit of something fun. You know, training camp starting next week. You know, I know every year, you know, you confidence. You always tell me, hey, love, you know, my cowboy. But this is you kind of like, you know, whatever happens, happens. What's going on, Terry? Hey, love, it's just too hard to predict. You never know what's going to happen. Um, you got experienced teams out there who, you know, made it to the playoffs, and, and you expect them to, to improve, but you just never know what's going to happen. Uh, I think it's going to be a better season this year than it was last uh, for the NFL as a whole, hopefully, and, and we'll have a, a lot more exciting games. I think the teams are better this year than they have been. Well, Terry, let's hit all avenues of this show. Uh, let's talk about, okay, starting this year, you know it'll be hard on them. They'll be watching these currently these hits, the helmet to helmet. You think that could be a big factor this year, you know, throwing the game down? Well, I don't think it's going gonna, it's gonna to change much from what it was before uh, in years past. I think the NFL is cracking down on this uh, for player safety reasons, and and rightfully so. I mean, I don't think that you know you're going to get too much argument from from a lot of offensive players anyway, and and, and some defensive players about uh, about the concussion issue because apparently it is a, a, an issue, a big issue in the NFL, and and it's raised a lot of um, awareness and, and and a lot of uh, a lot of discussion basically on on it. Um, but I don't think it's going to affect it much this year as, as it has in the past. Well, and, and, and like you say, you don't think, but I think, you know, like, um, uh, what's the guy's name for Pittsburgh? I always get in the penalties. My, my mind is just crazy um, now. You don't have a linebacker. Um, I'll think of the end yeah, I think it, it, it slows the game down for these defensive players because you feel that you're going to get penalized, then you get kicked out for a game or two or fine twenty, thirty thousand dollars. You know, um, I just think you know once you're in that that frame of mind, you're in the game and your momentum takes you to make that tackle. You're not looking to, to, to slow up or you know not hit them hard. Am I right? You're right. I, I think love that 
you know, the schemes, the defensive schemes that they have now are, are, are quicker. Uh, these guys are bigger, faster, stronger. They're picking up these guys a lot faster um, within the schemes of their defense because, and that's what's causing these hits. I mean, it takes a period of time for the quarterback to step back and pass the ball. Um, these guys running these short routes over the middle, um, running out on the edge, trying to throw the ball, these quarterbacks, and they're getting they're getting these helmet-to-helmets. Um you know, when 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 the free safety has leeway to, to wind up and, and run after you, uh, or or meet you at the ball, I mean that that's that's where the problems uh, happen. Uh, so I don't know that it's going to necessarily slow down the game. I think that these guys can still make it there in there a lot of time, but they just have to use the proper technique and not go helmet to helmet. I know there's sometimes you just can't avoid it, and we need to be honest about that. There's sometimes those helmet to helmet hits are going to be unavoidable, but that don't mean that they're not penalized for it. I mean, I think that's just something that we're going to have to live with. And I agree with you, Terry. you got to live with it. you got some of those hits you look at and say, why, why, why is that a penalty, you know what I'm saying? But I think they, they're going to be so cautious with these players and what they're doing you know, it's going to be some penalties that's going to hurt a game and make a team win or lose a game, all right? Yeah, possibly. I mean, it, it could possibly have an effect on the game, but, you know, I mean, that's part of it. Yeah, I mean, just like injuries have an effect on the game, that's part of it. Penalties have an effect on the game, that, that's part of it. That's just, uh, But that's something that we can live with. I mean, it can be argued one way or another. Uh, I know when when my cowboy steps out of bounds and, and I didn't you know go. he didn't step out of bounds, he's good, you know. <laughs> you already want to start off. I was waiting for you to start. <laughs> I was waiting for you to no. start. You, right. you know, I, I'm using that as uh, a <laughs> You know, these calls that we have back and forth are arguments, you know, and, and, and we just have to live with it. You got to go. You got to start with that cowboy. I'm, I'm not going to start with you right now about that because there's <laughs> two more serious stuff to talk about than talk about that cowboy. <laughs> But you know what, Terry, not to jump to uh, another subject, but, you know, it, isn't it amazing how you look on TV, what you see on Sports Center and all the show, all these players are getting arrested a week before training camp starts? Is that amazing? Yeah. I mean, we talk about this on a, you know, on a weekly basis, I think. But, you know, you're a football player. You've you, you got to be a different animal already to be a football player, to, to subject your body. But, but to that okay, you said body-wise or person-wise? It, both. I mean, both. You're, you know, you're uh, a football player is a different kind of guy. He, he's different than a basketball player, different than a baseball player. Um, you know, he, he's just got a fight mentality. Uh, you know, a go-get-him type of mentality. And I don't know if that has an effect on it. I read an article where some guy said, uh, you know, these football players are just different. They're, they're, they're like gladiators. They're ready to go. Uh, but I don't know. It just depends. You've got to have a level of intensity to play this game. But some of these guys are getting arrested for things that they shouldn't be getting, they shouldn't be getting involved in. And it's, it's just amazing. But I think it's a lot of immaturity, a lot of, you know, selfishness. It's all about me type stuff. Um, that they have to leave behind and, and be a little bit more mature. You know, you, you say they have to be a different kind of animal. And you say both on 
uh, as a player and also as a player. I don't agree with that. Sir. We argue about this every week, you know, watch today, you know, to be the same animal. You tell me right. I got to be a beast on the field, a beast off the field? Well, it, sometimes, or, 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 like that, you know, that, or, yeah, it just seems like that's the mentality. I mean, if you look at these guys that are, are, are getting in fights and getting in trouble, um, they, it's almost like they, they just need to expend that energy. Uh, but some of these guys are just, just immature. I mean, some of the things that they're getting arrested for, these DUIs don't have anything to do with being a football player, okay, but, or, or or being ready to go or, or want to battle. That, that has nothing to do with it. But isn't that being normal, though, Terry? Well, sure it is. I mean, you, 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 it's kind of difficult to explain. I mean, during this period of time, during football season, and I'm not playing football, but I have a football mentality. I have an on-the-field football mentality. You know that. When we're sitting there watching the game, you know, I'm saying, get that quarterback, you know, knock him out of the right. game. I want him gone. Right. But you're not, you, you don't want to hurt him. You know what I mean? You just want to make the good play. You want the ball. Uh, you want to give your team an opportunity to score. That That's the kind of mentality I'm saying, that intensive mentality. But these guys, I, I don't I don't know, love. Sometimes they just... Uh, like I said, I think they make just a lot of stupid mistakes, and, and, and they just don't think before they before they act. Um, well, I mean, we can go back to the to the Des Bryant incident. What would yeah. cause Des Bryant to do something like that to his mother? Well, um, we got to talk about that. I definitely want to get on you about that. What, 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 what I, what, I, I, I want to make a comment <laughs> before, I, before I forget about what you just said. You said, you know... Um, my thing is, Terry, I think I've been arguing this all season, and, you know, that as off the field, you know, th- you're right. Let me, let, me, let me clear it up. I want everybody saying, you know, you're right. Some things they're doing are stupid. You know, DUIs, and you don't need you got all this money. You know, you heard Keith Byers say it. Why should you get DUI? You got all this money to pay somebody to drive and blah, blah, blah. But some of those things are just normal things that normal people are doing. Am I right, Terry, you know? and Right. And and it looks like it's it's more scrutinized or more publicized with this one of these players. But this is normal normal day thing on the job. Am I right? Hey, how many right. people you see that's doing the same thing these players are doing? But it ain't right. big. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, you're right. I mean, it's it's you know it's gore or it's uh, publicized. You know, a lot more than than the normal average Joe. I mean, I agree with that, but. Um, I mean, some of the stuff, it, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, there, and then a lot of stuff happens at the bars. And, you know, the police get called, and then they want to argue and fight with the police. Um, hey, if, if I haven't done anything wrong, I'm going to stand up and say, look, this is this is what's going on. This is what's, what's happened. Let these police officers do their job, and then, you know, you go on about your business. Um, it just it, it doesn't make sense. And let, me, let, me, let, me, let me get you on to I know this guy gets you and a lot of people out there Let's, how many times before, say, let's say eight, nine years ago when we played drums and they was getting away with this with the police. Am I right? Oh, sure. Am, Am I right, though? Um, you see the problem. Now it's like a big thing. They're not. Now, wait a minute. What's getting away with the police with this, you know? But, you know, when I think this kind of, when this kind of came to a head was the O.J. Simpson thing. Well, because I, I, I agree with you. I out there to, to O.J. Simpson's residence for, you know, a number of times. And, and I think uh, after that incident um, that happened back then, 
I, I think that raised a lot of eyebrows. I think because people would, I, I would have been excited to meet O.J. Simpson. Um, yeah. and that, you know, that can be kind of intimidating as an officer, but you got to put that stuff aside and do your job. And, and you know, but I think a lot of that kind of kind of squared away with that incident there. So uh, you, I agree with you on that too. I think a lot changed because they're looking at these, you know, celebrities or players that said, "Hey, we can't cover up no more because of what had happened." You know, you know, yeah. don't do that. A lot of people have been covering. Hey, give me tickets to a game. You know, and I, you know, yeah, right. So yeah. I do agree with you on that. You know, that's what I think it changed. But you know, yes, yeah, changing now, Terry. But some. The media makes some look like animals. I mean, if I go out and get in an argument with my wife with a big army, I have to leave it off. Now it's like, okay, James be the wife. They're going to argue. They're going to be divorced. All the money. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. see how it gets overblown out of proportion? I know. Well, yeah, it gets blown out of proportion. I mean, I've heard I had a little fella come over, and he's an Alliance fan, of course, uh, and he says, well, there's Brian punched his mom. <laughs> we got to talk about that. We, we still got to talk about that. That's, you know what I mean? Right here on my paper, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. What were you saying, Terry? I'm sorry. Oh, I was just saying, you know, I mean, things get blown way out of proportion, and, and then sometimes, you know, a lot of things aren't aren't what they see, and, and it's not what is reported. A lot of these things uh, don't end up going to court. Charges end up getting dropped. Uh, for instance, Deion Lewis, uh, Eagles running back, back at running back. Uh, you gotta go he got Eagles. charged with a felony, okay, for falsely reporting a fire. Oh, that's just silly, <laughs> okay, because they weren't allowed into a hotel. They were going to bust down the door and pull a fire alarm. Okay, <laughs> Who is this? Tell me what kind of sense that makes. Yeah. You know, Lewis, he's in, he's on your team. You should know this, love. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just want to make okay. sure you talk about the Eagles. So when I get on the Cowboys, you know, we we fair, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. But I mean, but that is dumb, dumb, though. Silly. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's minute stuff that it's like, why are you reporting this? But when you're in the light, you're in the light, and you have to act accordingly. Um, you, you should expect this to happen, and especially if you are any kind of a professional athlete. You are going to be in the light. You're going to be reported on, and you should know that going into the business. Remember a while back, uh, say we talked about it, and I was trying to tell Gaylord, um the uh, media can make or break you. You believe that, yeah. don't you? Yeah. I don't necessarily know that it can make or break you because, like I said, a lot of times the media is looking for stories to put out there, and it, sometimes it doesn't uh, pan out to be what they're, you know, what they're portraying it to be. Um, so if you're accused of something and then later on it gets dropped, the media didn't make it didn't break you. Okay. Yeah, but I messed your um, image up and people think, you know what I'm saying? And they be there, Oh, you know, hey, this person was like, you know, he beat his wife, you know, and they think you were wife either, you know. That can break yeah. you, Terry. Well, yeah, I mean absolutely. It's you know, it, it can break you to a certain extent, but you'd have to do ten times better than, than the one little wrong thing you did. To, to you know, prove people otherwise. Uh, I mean, I'm not a Kobe Bryant fan because I'm not a Laker fan. But you know what happened with that case? Uh, you got the Michael Jackson case. Did Michael? Let me you know. Can I comment on that? Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm can saying? I comment? But listen, winning, winning changed everything, don't it? 
Everybody forgot about when Kobe started winning, champ, you know? Michael yeah. Jackson. He making good songs and moves. People are like, hey, this is another good song. Am I right? That's possibly changed that. I mean, Am I right? Yeah, it, it hasn't necessarily, you know, changed me from being a Kobe Bryant fan. I mean, I never have been, but for different reasons, okay? It's just for different reasons than that. But you, you also got to understand, too, that people can, you know, falsely accuse you of doing something. I mean, yeah. we, we, we can't forget that. Uh, just to get some money, you have people like that out there. And, I mean, it can work both ways, but that's why as a professional athlete, you got to mind your P's and Q's and, and, uh, and not put yourself out there to be put in those kind of situations. I mean, but if you do dumb things, you know, like Dan Bryan, you know, I think, you know, if I'm looking back at all the Cowboys fans, Michael Irvin, Drew, snapping when they changed the Coast Storm's chairs in the locker room. Uh-huh. Um, Emmitt Smith uh, messed around and took uh, his wife was on uh, what you call girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Uh, let me go. Uh, let me, let me keep going. Hey, you know, I'm, really Mal, Mal, I'm not done yet. Mal Austin. That's all locker room talk. Uh, and, and that goes on on a consistent basis on everything. I'm just going by what you said. You brought up the Eagles <laughs> and the guy falsely. I'm just bringing up, you know, all the Cowboy stuff they've done. There's a lot of Cowboys there. You know what? We got championships, love. We got championships. So there you go with that. Come on, man. You always got to go back to that. We got y'all beat last year for the rap. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I tell you what, Terry. We're gonna go. We're gonna take a break. When you come back, we'll see what you're saying. Because, hey, my my Eagles players are not beating up their mom. You know, I heard there's some home cooking that's good enough to slap your mama. But come on, beat your mama up, Terry. <laughs> hey, I make some ribs that good. My ribs, Terry, lovely. Those love that sports. I'll be back with Terry Jackson with the Cowboys slapping their mama. That food's so good. We'll be right back. <laughs> Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. It's all Arizona, all over the world. If you're a local Arizona high school sports fan or if you're a transplanted fan somewhere else in the world, have we got a show for you. The first Internet sports radio talk show focusing solely on high school sports is The Coach's Corner with Scott Lovely. Tune in to talk about your favorite teams, players, or coaches. It's 100% Arizona high school sports coverage and a little bit more. Tune in Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. PM Eastern to the Voice America Sports Channel. When it comes to youth and high school football, listen each week to Coach Al Gross at First and Ten Football. Coach covers vital topics relating to the latest trend on a national level. Join Coach as he interviews personalities from the NFL, NCAA, and the top high school coaches from around the country. Catch all the interviews and get in-depth information online at www.firstand10football.com. Your national resource for youth and high school football. First and Ten Football airs Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Sports. Sports have become a big part of everyone's lives today. We all have that team that we live and breathe to follow. We watch hours of football on TV, play Madden sports on our gaming system, and our wives can't seem to tear us from the couch. If this sounds like you, or if you're a football wife who wants a few words... 
We want to hear from you. Listen for Life, Love, and Sports, featuring your host, Ron Dixon. Ron takes you inside the world of sports and finds out what you, the fan, are talking about today. Listen Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Sports. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1 888 346 9144. That's 888 346 9144. Or drop an email to Loving That Sports Talk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is Jack Love, co host Steve Jackson. You know that? I'm here, Love. You know, back before we went to break, we was talking about the players, and I wanted to get on good dash, you know, talk about his mom, but that's a serious thing. But, you know, it's just like I looked at Kenny Britt, Tennessee receiver. Great, great, great receiver, Terry. This is fourth arrest in, what, five or six months. What is going on? I mean, like you say, these players are doing crazy things, but, you know, he got another DUI. Before then, he had did something, you know. What calls these players? I mean, you know, like you said, what would cause you to slap your, beat your mom up? You know, and, and, and to me, as you look back in time and I look over stats I just pulled up, it's mostly cowboy players. What's going on? Okay, let's, let's go down the line and, and, and put it to you like this. We got Detroit Lions player, um, you know, just having run ins with the law. We got right. Tennessee Titans suspected of DUI. Right. All right, that's just minor. I mean, it's not. You don't want to say it's minor, but it's just misdemeanor stuff. Robert Quinn, um, Cowboys receiver, Des Bryant. Here we go. Marshawn Lynch with the Seahawks. I right. mean, a number of players have been involved with stuff that they probably shouldn't shouldn't be getting involved in. Road rage by Doomerville with the Broncos. Adrian right. Peterson. What did he do? You know, he had a nightclub getting upset. Um, Deontay Tripp for the Falcons. Okay? He's ransacking his apartment. I mean, see what I'm saying? It's just silly stuff. Another DUI by Eric Wright. Um, here's the Eagles running back again we talked about. A hotel lobby wanting to pull the fire <laughs> Aaron Berry, the Lions cornerback, got arrested for suspicion of DUI. Again, right. it's not something that these guys are necessarily doing to to harm other people intentionally. I mean, they're not going out beating people, but it's just silly stuff that could be very well avoided. And so I don't know, but they're just regular people getting in regular stuff. They just happen to be uh, football players. And and when you're a football player and you get in trouble, it's going to be it's going to be on the news. It's, it's going to be reported on. So let me ask you this, Terry. Can this and be honest? Can these, as we think. Can these be avoided because they got money? That's what answer that question. It sometimes, and I guess it just depends. Um, you know, sometimes you you can. I, I mean, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it can. Well, I, I have no doubt in my mind that um, some people possibly could have been pulled over and have gotten off or gotten the ride home, and, and none of that's ever ever happened. I mean, we we're human. We're you know, if we're going to be honest about the situation, you can't sit there and say, well. Uh, I don't think any cops who have ever pulled over somebody who was 
professional that they always write them a ticket or always take them to jail. I, I can't say that for sure. Um, but you being somebody, yeah, does that help you out? Absolutely. Um, come on. It, it's all over. Michael Jackson. You know, I mean, it didn't get him very far. <laughs> but you, you have people that have had run-ins with the law, actors, uh, actresses, different, you know, well, look, at, look at Lizzie Lohan. How many times she been in jail? She been yeah, getting out. Well, no, and, and, person would have been locked up. Well, you know. Well, yeah. I, I mean, you, you can argue. You can argue that. Um, so is it Lindsay or the other one? The Paris Hilton. I'm sorry. Is it Lindsay or Paris Hilton? I'm thinking of the one that kept getting in. It's Lindsay Lohan, but Lindsay Lohan has a substance abuse problem. I mean, those people yeah, are going to relapse. They're going to have these incidences and revocations of their probation and so on and so forth. Right. Spend a little time in jail, get back out there and try and try and make it right. I mean, I, I just, I don't know. I don't think you could can uh, compare that to some of these guys doing silly stuff and, and being charged with careless driving and, and DUI. I mean, it's just, it's just silly stuff. Numerous DUIs on these guys. Um, so it, it's stuff like that. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, you look at us and say, you know, it's silly stuff. There's normal day stuff, though, Terry, right? Yeah, I mean, that's pretty prevalent. People drink and then they drive. Um, and Terry, they should be uh, taken off the street. 90% um, of people do it, don't they, Terry? I'm sorry? 90% of people do it. Don't they? Am I right with that percent? I don't know what the numbers would be, love, and I would hate to, 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 to put a number on it, but I'll bet you it's it's safe to say that 90% of the people who are arrested that are professional seem to be DUI or alcohol-related, <laughs> okay? Yeah. Um, and it's, it's it, it goes on every team. No team is, is, no, you know, I mean, from the Bears to the, Falcons to the Raiders. I mean, it's the all the Cowboys. No, but but don't you see Terry? There's a pattern. You never really see these things during the season. Am I right? You usually don't because things are. are uh, I mean, they got a job to do. That's like they got to get up and go to work in the morning, and, and they don't have time for it. Number one, they got somebody watching them. They got responsibility. So, I think that the free time that they have in the in the off season is is you know, is what they use to to go out there and I guess to uh, put it mildly, have a good time. Um, but the good times are turning into um, headlines. Is, is what's happening. Do you think death Brian crime is more serious than a DUI? Well, how do you how do you put a level on it? Um, he had an argument with his mother. He put his hands on his mother. Uh, that alone, morally, is just horrific. Okay. You don't touch your mom, not in that kind of a way, you know. Uh, you, you, you raise your hands to your mother, put your hands on your mother. Uh, morally, you will be you will be crucified. Um, mom doesn't want to press charges. That's you know that that's speaking for something. If she wanted to protect her baby, or she you know she don't want to protect, or she don't want to you know her baby to get in trouble, or what was the argument about? Because we don't know. I mean, right. We really don't know, so it's kind of hard to say what crime is more, you know, worse than this one or worse than that one. As far as I'm concerned, uh, you have a better chance of killing somebody when you're drunk and you're driving a vehicle 
than you do when you're when you're grabbing your own mother by her arm and, and you hit her with the brim of your hat. Um, but morally, which one's worse? Putting your hands on your mom. So, well, is, is any of them worse? You know, you gotta look at it. And say any of them worse? Right. You know? It is to this matter of opinion. I mean, but the bottom line is a lot of this stuff could be avoided. That's that's basically my point. Is that a lot of these these headlines can be avoided if these guys just use some common sense and and use some uh, some maturity. Well, why you don't ever see a headline saying, "Hey, um, such and such went and helped a boy out of the pool and gave him money for school." You'll never really hear see those, do you? No, because Always that's not news. That's not something where somebody's going to want to read. That's not what's going to grab a headline in the sports page. So we, you said people look for these things. That's what you said, right? Oh, well, I don't necessarily know if the people look for it as much as the reporters look for it. Um, the reporters think that that's a headline. Uh, Michael Jordan's son, Michael, it's got Michael Jordan on it. So when people right. see that Michael Jordan headline, they're going to want to read it. Michael Jordan's son was, what was he arrested or, or, or charged with something? Something or another, I can't recall. Yeah, he was arrested. I can't remember what it was for, but yeah, he was arrested. But it's Michael Jordan's son. So, I mean, it's those kinds of things that, that uh, the press are going to be like, oh, yeah, they will read this. And it's probably a little uh, two-paragraph uh, passage about, you know, Michael Jordan's son was charged with suspicion of DUI. <laughs> I mean, I mean it, it's kind of silly, but it'll get it'll get read. It'll get clicked on, on the Internet, so. You're right. It's weird you say that because when I say the come across the other day, I say Michael Jordan said, oh, let me read about it, you know? Mm-hmm. But if it was just came out and said, you know, there is Jordan, you know, got arrested, I wouldn't. But then it said, Michael Jordan said, I want to read, you know? Right. So it's it's the way they put those headlines and make us grab and say, hey, I want to read this. We care about yeah. Michael. We don't give one crap about Michael Jordan's son, but Michael Jordan's son, you know? <laughs> That's right. You know? And I think that's how everybody else see it. You know, hey, this football player, you know, for the Cowboys, there's Brian. He in trouble. Miles Austin, yeah. Dave, such and such. You know, now he's, his game plan is messed up. Tony Romo, yeah. you know, Dave just him too. Now, it's all Cowboys. What's going on? Hey, I don't know. It's America's team. So, America's not team. Anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. Oh, yes, it is. America's team. No, it's not. Green Bay. Green Bay. You got to look, what you look want, that up. I'm just telling you, you're wondering why the Cowboys are always in the headlines. And I'm sitting here trying to explain to you they're America's team. So they have to put America's team out there when they mess up so they can find another America's team. Those people who don't like the Cowboys being the America's team. <laughs> you better check it out. Green Bay is Green Bay Packers America's team now. Yeah, well, they're running a close race and they make very well. They ain't a close race. They get first now, Terry. Come on. Are you okay, well, if that's what you say. I say as long as they print headlines about the Dallas Cowboy players, that's America's team. If the glass has empty, it'll have full. Hey, Green Bay players don't get in trouble, though, huh? <laughs> Who have you seen get in trouble for Green Bay? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Green Bay players don't get in trouble. Exactly. You know, normally it's the Cowboys. Um, you don't see the Raiders getting in on trouble. The fans get in trouble. So <laughs> like, who else get in trouble? You, you the the Eagles out. Uh, one Eagles player. Oh, goodness. <laughs> you leave an Eagles player if you want to go there. And Michael Vick won the Eagles before when he got in trouble. Okay. Well, it don't matter. He, he went to him to get rehabilitated. How's that? You know, so. 
I'm just saying, Terry. You know, y'all had Michael Irvin. Remember, he was on the, the crack. Uh-huh. Remember that? Yep. Michael Irvin's in the whole thing. Go ahead. Yeah, he's in the Hall of Fame, but he's a crackhead. Lawrence Taylor in the Hall of Fame. Lawrence Taylor, he's in the Hall of Fame. How's that? Lawrence Taylor, he's in the Hall of Fame, right? Well, that's an accomplishment within itself. What, being on, being on crack and being in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good, that's a good accomplishment. <laughs> no, but that is a good one. But, you know, but it, 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 we also love, we got to give credit to these guys who, who who might have made mistakes and then, you know, ended up turning their lives around and doing some good things. So we don't want to forget that because we're only human and, and we will mess up. We will make mistakes. But it's how you learn from those mistakes and how you move on in life and how people not look at you before, but how they look at you now. And I think on Michael's behalf that uh, I think that has happened with him. I think he's done some great things, and uh, I think he's uh, a very well-respected person. Well, and I agree with you, Terry. I'm not John him because I know everybody made mistakes. And you got to look at it like he says. You know, you, you got to you not forgive those, you know, in the long life. But, I mean, yeah. you, you look at people that get these opportunities, you know, and like and we look back like, man, if I had that opportunity, you know, like, look at Warren Sapp, you know? Yeah. He's a commentator, and his last years of playing, he didn't really do nothing, you know? I know. He had to, then he goes to the Super Bowl, and he, you know, beats some girl up with his wife, and then he goes back and do this other thing, and you see him, you know? You get all these opportunities, you know, after you're done playing, and you messed up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I know. But, but then we don't look at the good things out there, doing because they don't get noticed. Unless, you know, somebody jump in and save a kid, you know, or we don't, yeah. that's two sides to a story right there. Absolutely. So, but, you know, and, 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 and you get, and you got to look at to, you know, when they make mistakes, you know, you just forgive them and, you know, move on. Yep. You know, but I'm just getting tired of forgiving all these Cowboy fans, players, the mistakes that they keep doing all over. It's got to be that organization, you know what I'm saying? What do you think? I don't know if it's the organization. You can't blame it on the organization. You have to you have to blame it on the person. That person is responsible for himself. That organization is not responsible for, for that person. So just because you work for a, a certain company or, or whatnot doesn't mean that, you know, that makes you a, a person subject to doing anything. It's just, you know, it's just the type of players. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's Texas. I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and I'm kind of glad. I was kind of giving you to see what you felt to lead up to the next second half of the show what we're going to talk about. You know, who do you blame? You blame the person, the organization? Do they get some blame? Do the parents? Do, you know, who all gets the blame, you know? And what I'm trying to talk about is like the Penn State, you know, what's going on with Penn State. And there's a lot of people to blame. I mean, but where do you start, Terry? Do you start with um, Paterno? You know, do you start with that Sadusky, you know? Where do you start? And then who all gets to blame? Because it seems like everything's trickling down to some people that's getting um, the blame for this or getting penalized had nothing to do with it. So, what do you, I mean, what do you think of that there? Well, this is... This Sandusky thing is kind of a big deal, and everybody's going to have their opinion. And I think it kind of depends on morally where you sit. But 
when this when this incident or when this incident was observed and then essentially reported to whomever it was reported to it should have been handled right then and right there. Okay, um, so let's start off. So you blame him paternal, right? I'm the, I'm just no, I'm not. So I'm not, not, not first, right? No, it, it, it's more to it than that. You can't just say, "Well, it's your fault," and then it's your fault. I'm I mean, just trying to get the word of what you're trying to say. I'm sorry. I was just trying to get the order before we get all oh. mixed up. When you said when it was first reported, it was first reported to paternal. So I don't know that it was reported to paternal first, and I don't want to okay. be mistaken. I think it was reported to somebody else who supposedly then reported it to paternal, okay? Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, if you see a crime committed, you don't go to the dean, you don't go to the football coach, you don't go to the assistant football coach. In my opinion, you call the police right now, okay? When you see a kid in the shower getting molested by an assistant football coach, and then you're going to go and talk to and tell another coach, or somebody else that's affiliated with the football team and not the police, that's where I think the mistake was made from from the beginning. Um, but that's just that's my opinion. I think that if that would have been reported to um, the police authorities at that point in time, I think something might have been done a little bit yeah. different. But, yeah, nonetheless, nonetheless, he reported to who he reported it to, who then in turn reported it to Paternal. Now, Paternal has a responsibility and an obligation to get that matter taken care of because that football team starts with him. And if he failed to do that, then he should suffer those punishments along with whoever else knew about it and failed to act on it. Well, you know what, Terry? Let's, let's, let's start a little step. You said when the guy, the one guy that first seen him, you know, how we know he wants to get a little bit of job because this coach cares. It's your job well, alone. Well, hello, but can you can you see that happening though? Him like oh, man, I'm like fire before because the dust was was big shot too now. Uh, mm-hmm. with that program. Yep. But so you know what, Rob? I think when, when your your integrity should speak for itself. And and, and again, you got to understand. This is all my opinion. This is the way I feel about it. I can't put myself in that guy's shoes and say, well, I would have done the same thing or I would have done something different. I'm speaking as, a, as an armchair quarterback now, sitting here after the incident is all passed. But what I'm saying is is that, you know, in, in the business that I'm in, no crime against a child is more important than your job. Right. Yeah, I'm, sorry, and, and, I'm sorry, your job is not, you know, it is not that important. Uh, on a, You know, when it comes to someone getting hurt, someone getting injured, someone getting killed, let alone them being a child. Hold on, Tay. Hold that thought. Let's take a break. Kind of want you to get caught up in there with a break. But, you know, I kind of agree with you on that. I, I'm not kind of, but I definitely agree with you. But, like you say, you don't know what went on, dude. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. Let's take a break. Then we'll come back and we'll let you finish. This is James Loving, right. host another sports talk. And we got co host Terry Jackson, all the Cowboy players getting in trouble. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. What does building a family mean to you? 
Nobody has experienced the pain and joy of family life in a way that Freddie Scott has. And his experiences in life, in sports, and business can help you create a successful family future. We'll cover many aspects of family building and management with a focus on fatherhood. Men and women want their families to succeed during these tough times. Our show will give you hope for the future and practical tools for a successful family. Tune in to the Freddie Scott Show, tackling the game of life, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Sports. Tune in to a show about making a comeback and what really goes on behind the scenes with your favorite athletes and beyond. Listen for The Comeback Radio Show with Tony Farmer. A lot of people believe what they read on the Internet, hear and see in the media, and on the news. We're going to give our guests the chance to tell the real story without the extra hype. It's not just sports, although that will be a focal point of the program. We'll also look at the world of celebrities, music, modeling, and more. Listen every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. school to the pros, we, we cover, everything. cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. James Loving back with Loving That Sports Talk. we got Terry. Is that Terry? I'm here, love. Now, finish what you were saying about that before we went to break. Okay. Uh, Love, I've done a little, uh, little research, and, and here's what, what, what the uh, grand jury investigation kind of says. And we'll start out with this. I'll read this little paragraph. It says, in December of 2010, assistant coach Martin McCreary appeared before the grand jury looking into the victim one case. <clears throat> what he says is that on March 1st, 2002, at 9.30 p.m., he entered the locker room at the football building at Penn State and heard what he believed to be the sounds of sexual activity coming from the shower. He looked in the shower, then see the naked boy, who is victim two, whose age he estimated to be 10 years old, with his hands up against the wall, being subject to anal intercourse by a naked Sandusky. Further investigation revealed that the correct date of the incident was actually February 9, 2001, and McCreary reported the incident to Joe Paterno the next day. Joe Paterno then informs athletic director Tim Curley and Gary Schultz. Schultz is the senior vice president for finance and business, and he oversaw the Penn State Police Department at that time. Ultimately, the only action taken by Curley and Schultz was to order Sandusky 
not to bring any children from Second Mile to the football building, which was approved by Graham Spainer. Now, that's the only action that was taken. Nobody, uh, there's three people that, that, that know about this that are in a position to do something, and that's Paterno, uh, Tim Curley, and Gary Schultz. And the only thing they do after this egregious act is say, don't bring any more kids here. Now, now, let me ask just, you this, Do you think um, Penn State would try to do this to protect Penn State? Of you course. Because that's what it looked like to me. They didn't want course. to protect their image. That's the only thing they tried to do. They, they, they could have, you know, there's a number of things they could have did. But what, what was important to them, that football team? What was bringing in the money, that football team? Okay. Um, so, of course, it was all about protecting the football team and the school, and we're just going to brush this under the rug, and, and, and hopefully nobody will find out about it. But when you when you hear that, when you read that, I mean, you know, that just it just gives you a turning in your stomach about, about this guy and, and about this whole incident, especially when you have the top guy in, foot, in college football who knew about it. And, and there was no follow-up on it. There was no, hey, Sandusky, what's been going on? You know, I mean, he should have been confronting this guy and, and, and finding out about it. But the football team was more important than uh, uh, the, the sexual abuse that this 10-year-old kid was subject to. And that's just sick in my mind. Okay, let, let's start with this because I want to get to with something else. Let's start with this. Paterno, he was at fault, too. You know, he's a head guy. You know, but it wasn't just like it was that one boy. It was other kids of this guy. So Absolutely. They had, they had to be knowing that it was more, am I right? And they very well could have. That's the thing. But this one was observed, it was saw, it was reported. Okay? And this could have stopped however many more that probably happened. You see, we, we don't know. This was just in 2002. Or actually, it was in 2001. The, the actual day reported was in 2001. So how many before that? You see what I'm saying? Right. And how many after that? But if this one would have been reported, I mean, it's just like a, a DUI. How many times does a person drive uh, under the influence of alcohol before they're actually pulled over and stopped by the police? Right. You could do it for a number of years, but... That one time you actually get caught and you're investigated. Now you're on the radar. Um, you know, I, I just think that nothing. Was done. That's, that's what I'm saying. He had to be on the radar, and he was still doing this with these boys, Terry. But he was on the radar, he not the radar, police, right? Not by the proper authorities. See, the school says don't bring any more boys here, which leads me to believe that they know what he's doing, and yeah. they're not going to do anything about it. They're not going to get involved. They tell him. Don't bring any more kids to this facility. Anybody who has is, is, is got enough gall to bring the kids to the school right. to commit a crime, he thinks he's above the law. You know, he probably thought they was running Penn State. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. That's Absolutely. all that was. I mean, these big schools... These players and I mean these coaches, they they run and can do what they want. Look at the guys for um with the motorcycle. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you know, talk about the coach. What's his name, Terry? Help me out. Uh, for which? 
not Auburn, but the other school. Um, uh, I, I, I can't remember. But he had a pattern on that when he was with the Raiders and they got rid of him. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And yeah. they think they're above with these schools, these big teams, these big head coaches in these big schools, like the Nebraska and all that, that they can do what they want. They've been there for right. years, you know? Okay, get this, love. Despite them telling him, okay, you can't bring any more, any more boys to the camp, okay? Mm-hmm. You can't bring any more kids to the campus. They knew that he was supposedly, it was reported to them that he was having sex with this uh, a ten-year-old kid. He was, you know, he wasn't having sex when he was molesting this ten-year-old kid, and they still allowed him to uh, to do summer camps and right. have and, and have daily contact with with, with kids, knowing this information, and them not and still sitting idly by and not doing anything about it, not saying anything about it. Um, so yeah, Joe Paterno and 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 everybody else that 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 knew about this should suffer dire consequences, as far as I'm concerned. Terry, he had an organization. Did you see that for kids, too? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just it's horrible. And, and, and by them uh, keeping a, a purse lip about this whole thing, it just allowed that, that evil, um, <laughs> you know, stance to keep going. And, and it, it, it's just ridiculous. I mean, I'm... I, I'm I'm glad I didn't get read the whole uh, investigation on it. It's just sickening. And, and then for people to say, "Well, nothing should happen to Joe Paterno. Why? Why not? Why? Why are you taking down his statue? Really? I mean, come on. Did, did they really think he held no responsibility in that? You know, that which was from start, When you start putting yourself in front of what's important, then then you start losing the aspect of 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 what's right and I don't care how many football games this guy won or, or that school won, how many championships. It means absolutely nothing when you're trying to sit there and educate kids to, to, to have a better life and then you're sitting there behind their closed doors and behind their back molesting it yeah. and abusing it. That's just, that's sickening. So for that to have gone on and for them to have allowed that to go on, uh, I don't think they could suffer enough. That coach was from Arkansas. We were trying to think of. Okay, Arkansas. But you know what? You say you don't think they can suffer. No, that brings me to my next thing. To talk about with you. You said they could suffer. Okay, they took paternal um, statue down. But just think, Terry, you coming in this state as a freshman, you getting penalized for something you had nothing to do with that the coaches did wrong. You can't get elbow games, and you is that suffer? Do they get to do that stuff? But hold on, before you answer. But I can see the point because when Reggie Bush did what he did the money, they took his trophy and the school had to suffer. But isn't that a freshman you coming in and are they being penalized for something they had to do? Is that fair? If I'm a freshman and I'm, I'm I've already signed a letter of intent to attend Penn State. Say you're sophomore. Say you're sophomore. Okay, a sophomore freshman. I can even be a junior. And guess what? I'm not going to walk, but I'm going to run somewhere else. I don't want to be a part of that. I don't want to be associated with that. Whether I've done anything or not, that school's going to be marred forever. I don't want to be a part of it. They, they will probably never have a, a good enough football program. Um, again, people say 10 years. I think it'll be a lot longer than that. This is something that's never going to leave 
uh, Penn State. I got two things for you, Terry, for that. One is they're still going to be on national TV. Two, it don't matter what the press saying, hey, okay, what are you going to do? I'm going to be on national TV with big games. It don't matter, Terry. Penn State still going to get national televised games. Why should they get national? They should put them on, on bootleg cable, you know? Right, right. I mean, you know, which I, I don't know. That's just me, and, and again, it's my opinion. But I wouldn't want to say uh, uh, James Loving catches a, an 85-yard touchdown pass for university, you know, for, for Penn State University. I don't want to be. I don't want. I wouldn't want to be associated with that because when people hear that name, Penn State, uh, that school, they're they're going to immediately associate that with this child sex abuse scandal. And, and that's yeah, going to be for years. You're looking at those, 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 like, you're looking at the big picture that if I go busy and I'm on Mass TV and I catch a touch, they still going to be looked at in the pros as, okay, it's Penn State. we got to go get this player. Am I right? Because it's Penn State. Possibly. Um, you know, and, I, and, I, and you can't help but feel bad for some of these guys. I mean, you've got some, some freshmen who, who have uh, already signed letters and intent to to appear in uh, to to go to Penn State before this even happened and 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 stuff like that and you can't help but, but feel bad for them but at the same time if I'm a parent on one of those kids uh, I'm gonna ask them I'm gonna tell them I want you to look real hard about this and um, you know you might want to think real hard about this and I'm gonna try and put out the pros and cons for them to make you know the right choice but um, but two, two, I, I just sorry. wouldn't want my child to be involved in that. Two things before we close out. We only got four minutes. One, I spoke to the gentleman Monday. I thought he was going to be on the show today, but I caught him too late. But maybe next. But I had a little surprise for you. It was a old buddy of yours. Well, not a buddy of yours, but somebody would have made you proud. But I'm going to try and make that happen for you next week. I just got to give him more time. Uh, okay. I spoke with Tony Dorsett. I know you like to hear what he got to say, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, I was a little bit late getting a hold of him. You know, I called him on Monday, so. That was my fault, but I'm going to give him more time, and hopefully we'll have that next week. I know that will make you happy to talk with him. I would be ecstatic. You won't be able to talk about, about my cowboys when he's on. Oh, exactly. But the second thing is, three minutes left. Do you think, your opinion, because all this is our opinion, um, the, um, the statue should be taken down. And plus, before we leave, too, I want to say, I want to, you know, give a prayer out to uh, one of my listeners and a uh, good friend. And Kansas City, Kansas City fan, you know, was going through a little thing. You know how it is with, you know, you have kids and things go on. You know, you always feel like you, but, you know, keep your head up, die, and everything be all right, right there? That's right. But um, go ahead and ask that question for us, sir. Yeah, I, I think that, uh, I, I think the statue should be taken down, and I think they're doing the, the right thing. I mean, they, they basically wiped everything from, what was it, 1997 to current, or something like that in 92, yeah. I, I can't recall, but I mean, I think all of that is, is, uh, is up for grabs. I, I think they're doing the right thing because if you don't do that, what are you saying? Oh, you're saying football is more important than, than, uh, than child's life, basically. Uh, and, and what went on just went on. Joe Paterno is not Penn State. He is not above the law. Uh, Sandusky, I mean, if if you don't wipe it out and take it down, it's always going to be there. And 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 basically, what that school would be saying is, hey, even though these guys did this, look at look at what they accomplished athletically. Look at what they did here. I mean, 
nobody talks about O.J. Simpson's uh, greatness and, and, and what he accomplished on the field much anymore. When you hear O.J. Simpson's name, you automatically think of Nicole Simpson and Ron Goldman. Um, right. You automatically think of him trying to take his stuff back in Las Vegas from pointing a gun and telling somebody he's going to kill. You don't think of him being the juice and running through the airports and, you know, carrying the football for the Buffalo Bills. So, I mean, that's just that's just the way it is. Well, Terry, uh, like you say, these are opinions. You look at it and you say that, and that's true. You know, all the things you got to look at, you got to be looking at what happened at Skinner or what they should have done, not what they could have, what they should have done. So, absolutely. Uh, so, next week, I'm definitely going to make that. I'm going to work my foot off this week to give you that guess, you know. And um, I think it would be very interesting to speak to him about, you know, different things that when he played and what's going on now in his life and how it is, you know, being that big name. And then when you're done, you know. So, absolutely. I didn't tell you he was my idol when I was going up there. There you go. We got to talk to him about that, too, you know. <laughs> so, um, um, thanks again, Terry, for doing the show this week. And, uh, like I say, next week we're going to make that happen for us. So, all right. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at Loving That Sports Talk at Yahoo.com.